welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy and hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms. Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, here with... Jeff Rappaport. And today, guys, we're going to be doing a deal analysis. Uh, this is something uh, that Jeff found on Facebook um, as he kind of browses and uh, really f- gets a feel for the information that people's seeking. So he came across this and he thought this might be a great example to go over on the show. So we're going to do that now. Um, I haven't heard anything about this deal. Don't know. Uh, any of the numbers and uh, Jeff just wanted to work through it together to find out uh, what kind of creative offers we can come up with. So take it away, Jeff. So one of the things I'd like to do is just uh, go through different Facebook groups that I'm a part of and look for discussion topics, uh, deals, anything that could be useful for us to use on our podcast. So if uh, the person that put this deal together is listening, then we're, we're giving you some free advice. Uh, so hopefully that'll be uh, helpful for you. So here we're, here's what the details are of this property, Jonathan. We have an ARV of 220,000. Purchase price of 60. 60K? 60K. Whoa. I know, right? So it's a deal right there. Yeah. Uh, the principal balance that's owed is like $3,200. That's it? Yeah, that's all. Okay. Okay. This property needs, it was estimated at $60,000 in rehab. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Okay. Okay, the property would rent between eleven dollars and $1,200 a month. Eleven and twelve. Okay. Okay. So right away, what, what what's your first inclination? Flip. Rehab or a quick wholesale cash offer, right? Because yeah, those numbers work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would you would you make an owner finance offer? Yeah, I'll see if they cover that sixty k. Okay. So or, more like a short term finance deal, right? Yep. Uh, what if you, would this be something maybe that you could hold as a rental? You could. Um, yeah, especially if they're willing to, you know, carry that 60 K minus the down payment for, I don't know, five years or something. And okay. So this is where I want to go with this exactly right there. Okay. Okay. So here's what the offer was. Uh, down payment of 5%, which they put down as $5,000, but 5% of 60 is not 5,000. And that would be 3,000. But uh, does it even matter? No. It does it's not. So little, yeah. Yeah. Interest rate of 0%. Okay. 
I don't know if they, let's see if they amortize this. Uh, it's zero. How are you going to amortize it? Um, their, their payment. So, uh, so they've got a monthly payment of $300. I think what their goal was is to try to amortize this over 15 years. So they, they asked for a 15 year term. So basically $300 uh, for 15 years until it's paid off. Although that would only be 54,000. Uh, maybe, I don't know what the, the down payment was wrong. So maybe it's supposed to be 10% down. I, I don't know, but okay. it doesn't really matter because the, these numbers are so small. It's, it's, you know, difference of a couple thousand dollars here or there. Yeah. Okay. So, so what, what the goal here was for this particular individual was to uh, come up with the three to $5,000 down, buy this property, and then he wanted to keep it as a rental. And you had just brought that up. Tell me how that would work, Jonathan. Uh, well, if you can, I don't know, get in for that 5%, that $3,000 down, um, just have the seller carry a note for... Uh, the remaining balance of 57, you can give them no interest, little interest, whatever. It's zero interest, so yeah. $300 a month. Yeah, so that's uh, just principal only. <laughs> so $300, let's say that, you know, um, let's say that you could be making $650 to $700 a month cash flow on this house, right? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe six to seven, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, is this something that you'd want to structure as a long-term buy and hold through the seller? Um, not if I had to come up with $60,000. That, that's that's the exactly the point. Right? No, it's, it's flipped. Yeah. Just because the rehab cost is so much. So if, if you're going to be into this for, let's say 60,000 and you are asking the seller for a long-term financing, like 15 years, that means that you are leaving your $60,000 plus in this yeah. property. That's over uh, 27%, you know. What's that? That's over 27%. That 60K is over 27% of uh, the ARV. Well, and if you, let's say that you make cash flow of 700 times 12, that's 8,400 divided by you're, you're going to be into this for let's say at least 65,000. Yeah. I mean, your cash on cash returns, not terrible. It's 12.9. Um, but is this the best use of your money? And yeah. you can go uh, out and buy two or three other rentals with that. Well, couldn't, couldn't you just refinance this property? I mean, you have plenty of equity. Yeah, you could, you could just do a burst strategy. So, Here's where I think that, that people sometimes get this tunnel vision of what they're trying to do. Um, how, how much money do you think you could make on just a wholesale deal here, Jonathan? Quite a bit. Um, yeah, 220 times 28 minus 60. Um, and they want probably 50, 55. Yeah, somewhere in that 40 to 60 range, right? You can make a pretty good wholesale fee. I, I don't care what 
what experience level investor you are, you certainly need to consider that deal. What, what, what if uh, you rehabbed it? How much? 60, 70, yeah. 80? Yeah, pretty close, yeah. Let's see. Right. So both of those are pretty good. Uh, at the very least, I, I would not want to leave my money in this for long term. Yeah, not and, and I and there's an exit strategy to get that money back out. Refine. But what what do you think is missing from this particular deal that, if it were added, would make a lot of sense? I'm not sure. Well. Here's how I look at this. I, if, if I'm trying to, to get this offer accepted, I, I, I might make a term of one year, right? So uh, most sellers will agree to shorter terms than longer terms. Right. And I, the one thing that I don't want to do is lose this deal. So maybe what I would do is make multiple offers and I don't care take one, doesn't matter which one, just get this done, right? Because yeah. I can make money a lot of different ways here and a significant amount of money. The right. second thing that I would look at is, all right, so let's say that I made them a short-term finance deal for one year with the idea that I'm going to either rehab it and sell it, or I'm gonna rehab it and refinance it and pay off the seller, okay? That's the one year. And I would come in less than 60,000. If I made this offer, I would come in over 60,000 because I'm asking for 15 years. Yeah. Okay. What does 15 years get me? Um, what advantage? Oh, you get to, you get to, you get all that principal pay down over that time. So, so wouldn't it make sense that if I'm going to make this offer, I don't, me personally, and this is my business model, but I, I can't, even with the cash on cash return, unless you are making you know, lots of money where you can afford to put 60 grand, I mean, 60 grand on a property like this is um, like 30% down. Um, yeah. And to me, it's like, well, why, why do you want to do that? Um, but if I am going to do that, at least initially, I don't want to leave it there for 15 years. So my thought process is, is that, so if I want to convert this to a rental, I, I'm going to want something set up right away at the time that we agree to this, that Hey, if we're going to go 15 years, I'm going to pay you, let's say 65,000 for this property. I'm going to pay you $300 a month, but I want to make sure that if I, uh, if I actually sell this property or refinance this loan, that we do a substitution of collateral. Uh, yeah. Because if you forgot that part, mm -hmm. why do you want this 15 year note? The, the only reason why other than the substitution of collateral would be is to go get a discount. 
that that's the only reason why because you don't want to hold this in this i i, I don't even care if I, I get that it's zero percent interest but it's three hundred dollars a month um the interest rates are super low right now lowest ever and uh that you can easily refinance this i don't even care even if it's at four percent or you know whatever you, you can still generate a cash flow and have all your money back plus some if you wanted yeah but for the the reason for setting up that 15 years you've got to you've got to think about your exit strategies and for me if i was going to ask for 15 years as one of my options i'm looking at it one of two ways one is is that i can go use this note for the next 15 years for $300 a month about 60 grand so about 57 whatever it is 57,000 that I can go use however I want um, for the next 15 years as long as I make a $300 a month payment. And yeah. I'd want that in our agreement. Otherwise, 15 years doesn't help me. Right. The only other thing would be is, hey, I could come back to the seller in six months, nine months, a year and say, look, I could pay you off. Uh, you know, I owe you 55,000, 54,000, uh, you know, I don't know if it's really in my best interest to pay you off, but would you take 44,000 if I could pay you off now rather than you wait another 14 years? Yeah. So does that make sense? Is that, yeah. Yes. I, I think that rather they, than they actually to... structured something that could be super beneficial, but they left out like the most important parts. Yeah. Substituting the collateral because you don't want to tie up your 60 K for 15 years. No, that, that, to me, the owner financing is not just about being able to get terms. I mean, th this deal works as cash. No problem. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Uh, yeah. uh, it, if these okay. numbers are correct, th this is easy. Uh, yeah. You know, um, I, I'm, I, I'd be willing to pay the seller more. Um, yeah. uh, to take a 15 year term as long as um, one, one, I, I can almost guarantee you that I'm going to discount them at some point if they take 15 years. Yeah. And two, I might as well have use of this money once I cash it out. Now I've got to rent all the cash flows with no money in it. Maybe I even pulled a little bit of money out of it. Yeah. And I have use of, you know, $57,000 or so. Yeah, what you can do. Now I see where you're going with this when you ask me what's the missing piece here. Yeah, well, I, yeah, initially when I thought about this, I'm like, why is he asking for 15 years? Um, but why would you want to leave your your 60, not only the rehab, but your down payment, your closing cost, you're, you're probably into this for 65-ish thousand dollars. Yeah. And um well, why would you want to leave all of that money in this property? I mean, this is, I get it that you, you found a super good deal. I get that part, but I could also make 50,000 plus in like a week on this deal and have the cash in my bank account. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I could buy this property and go wholesale it and probably make 70 grand, 75 grand. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. We could rehab this and have it done six, seven months and make a hundred and eighty, whatever. 
there's yep. some big numbers with this property. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, why would you settle for a 12.9% cash on cash return, tie up all your money for the next 15 years? Yeah, great point. Great point. I love that deal too. That's that's a great deal. No, nah, I think we would. Any one of us would take this deal every day of the week, twice on Sundays. Yeah, for sure. And I don't care what it would be: uh, cash, fine, finance, fine, what, what, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. But great point. So hopefully, this uh, whoever's deal this is out there that uh, did you get did you get this off of like a certain Facebook group? I did. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. that person's listening because that is a, a great key point that if you were, you know, to um, be able to use this money again and again and again, how valuable is that? And then, you know, it works in every way after that. I mean, you can, you can put, you can use, you can hold it as a rental and refinance out of it and then, you know, have that, have that note that you can continue to borrow on down well, the road. I think anytime that you're getting long-term financing, there should be two things that at least should go through your mind every single time. Is there something that I could do to for substitution of collateral? Uh-huh. And most likely, I'm going to buy this out at some point or another. So you'd want a clause that allows you the first right of refusal if the seller ever decided to want to sell this note. And uh, because... You, you most likely, I, and I know people talk about, hey, if I have 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, I'm just going to hold it and I'm going to have a free and clear property. Yeah, 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 I know. But most of you are going to end up selling these properties or refinancing these properties. Life, uh, life changes, business changes. Uh, you're most likely going to go back to the seller and ask them for a discount when you have long-term financing. Yeah, it's probably going to happen 80% of the time or better. I feel like these are kind of more advanced strategies, what you're talking about, Jeff, um, you know, thinking about substitution of collateral and then, you know, first right of refusal on that note, if they were going to sell it. Um, but it's good to, it's good for, if you're a beginner in this, it's good to think like that because really that's, you know, long-term strategies right there. Well, well let, let me ask you a question, Jonathan. So I don't really see it as more advanced, right? Um, all you're basically saying is that, hey, if we cash you out early, um, we want to have this note in place for the full 15 years, right? So that, that's the whole point of substitution of collateral. Right. The, the note selling, so what, what are the chances of this seller coming back to you or someone else at some point when they're getting $300 a month Principal only payments, right? That's not a whole lot of money. No, it's not. That, that at some point that they say, "Hey, I need my money. I'm willing." You know, I I'm I'm still owed fifty grand. I'd take twenty five right now if you could give it to me, right? Yeah. Uh, does that not happen on a regular basis? Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> so, well, I I just want to position myself that before you go and make an offer to someone else, that you give me the first option. And yeah. that's really all it is, is that at some point over this 15 years, that seller is going to say, I need some money. And this is the asset. And they don't care about $300 a month. Right. Um, 
So th that's why I say that. I, yeah. I, I don't really view it as more advanced. I view it as anytime that you're getting long-term financing on a property that's basically, you know, got a whole bunch of equity that I, I, I want that clause in there. I, I want first right of refusal because I'm planning on having some kind of discount happen at some point or another. Yeah. And most likely the seller's going to come to me before I even come to the seller. Yeah. Now you don't view it as advanced because this is your kind of your standard operating procedure for any long-term financing. I, yeah, but you, you want to put yourself in the position where not only are you winning, but you're going to continue to win throughout this. And, and I don't view it as taking advantage of someone. I view it as, Hey, um, this is what we agreed to. So let's make sure that we've got it all set up. There's no questions. Um, and I just know that um, from experience that most people are going to need their cash sooner than waiting it out for you know 180 months uh, at $300 with no interest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're probably going to take a hefty discount for it. Yeah, at some point. Cool. Well, I love this episode and talking about that um, substitution of collateral. And you've used this several times, Jeff, and you kind of have some lines of credit, essentially, that uh, you can access for. Might as well, right? Really cheap. Yeah. Um, and 60K, I mean, that, that could you know, that could pretty much take care of any rehab down the road. If rehab, you down payments, that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. So at 300 bucks a month, principal only. Yeah. Killer. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there then. Um, so again, guys, the, the key takeaway here is if you are, uh, if, if you have a seller that will entertain long-term financing, um, make sure that, uh, you can do substitution of collateral for, you know, the same value of whatever the note is. And then, um, look at first right of refusal if they choose to sell that note somewhere down the road. Um, right, Jeff? And, yeah. And make sure of what, what truly your exit strategy should be, because I really believe that this particular person is thinking I'm going to fix this house and I'm going to just leave this mortgage in place for the last 15 years. Yeah. I'm going to hold it as a rental. And I, Which does not make I the just most don't think that's the best use of this yeah property. yeah as far as cash on cash return it's not absolutely no. and um you know you could be into this like you said jeff you can be into this property if you were to refinance pull some of the cash out um your return would be infinite if you held it at that point you know as a, a rental um or i mean there's huge numbers for a flip or uh, a wholesale deal so yep Exit strategy. Always think about the best use of the money, the highest rate of return. Yep. Okay, guys. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Um, we, Jeff and I are in the process of putting together a uh, kind of an educational program uh, to teach you guys creative financing. Um, we're starting to put, uh, we're starting to build a, a site where, you know, we have all these educational videos um, We'll have, you know, videos on showing you how to use a calculator, kind of all the stuff we've went over, but it'll be in one place, easy to access. And then, you know, there 
will be some uh, follow-up phone calls that you can get on where we can help you do some deal structuring and that kind of thing um, where you can bring some of your deals to us and we'll help you put together offers on them. Um, so we're, uh, we just want to put that out there now because we should be rolling this out in the next uh, week or so here. Um, and you should be aware of it, especially if you're, if you've liked what, what you hear on this podcast and you've gained value from it, um, definitely look into that. We'll have more details uh, a little later down the road here. Uh, you want to add anything on that? Just, uh, I also offered an apprentice program. The apprentice program and this are two different programs. Apprentice program is more about wholesaling and getting into real estate using creative financing in your wholesaling business. Uh, it's more of a uh, action taking type program. Uh, our creative financing will be strictly on creative financing, using it in your business no matter what you do or using creative financing as your business and kind of a, a learn as you go with some instruction from us uh, a couple times a month. Uh, I think people will like it. Cool. Guys, uh, to reach us, if you have a deal or a question or you're interested in Jeff's apprenticeship program, uh, give us a call at 877-409-8090. Um, we do listen to all of those messages. Um, we are very busy, so uh, you know, forgive us if we don't get back to you right away. Um, I'm really bad at that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. Um, so, but you can reach us there. Uh, so please leave us a message um, at eight seven seven four zero nine eight zero nine zero. You can also uh, text Creative Financing to that hotline to get uh, special access to a step by step video on how to create offers. Um, from start to finish and, uh, and the X strategy that Jeff put together. Um, and then all of our episodes are at the creative financing podcast.com and we're on Facebook at the creative financing podcast. And um, yeah, you can find us in those places. Uh, we also have Instagram as well. And um, I think we're building a Twitter account. So uh check us out wherever you get your social. <laughs> All right, guys, until next time, go out there and create some terms. Thanks for listening to the creative financing podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on until next time. Create some terms. This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.